Heavyweight Podcast, episode 32. I am Stutter McFly with these three guys. Go ahead and state your names for the beautiful people out there. Pimp and Kev Golden Ellis. What's up? Does it all go together? Yeah, it's all it's all one word. It don't work. Pimp and Kev Golden Ellis. You got to say it all. I can't be Pimp and Kev or Golden Ellis. It's Pimp and Kev Golden Ellis. Like, like, like no? a pimp named Sitback? Exactly. <laughs> you gotta say the whole thing every time. Yep, every time. Yeah. Should I? Should I, put your the hair on? I don't put... know what's wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call this nigga Juicy Jaws for the rest of the. I don't care. I don't give a damn. We get to episode three thousand. This nigga no. will forever be Juicy Jaws. He will man. always be Juicy Jaws in his eyes. <laughs> I mean, I if you. we go in, go on this route, Big Forty Glock. Oh damn! Damn. <laughs> Are we are, are we a gang now? Is it the heavyweight gang? Yes. Hey, yeah, I was just you know kicking the day with Juicy and Glock, nigga. You know we talking about we about to set these niggas off. You know what I'm saying? They on the wrong side of YouTube, nigga. What? Headless niggas know. Hey, hey, over here, cuz. We eat chicken nigga. wings, nigga. We eat chicken wings. I don't want no problems. <laughs> I don't want no problems. The rapper. I don't want no problems. All right. Wait, uh, I, was, uh, I, I, I was about to say some shit, but you probably be offended, so I ain't going to say it. <laughs> now you got to say it. I was, you said I'm just a rapper. I said, yeah, that's what Tech Nine said, too. Or, or not Tech Nine. Uh, Takashi Six Nine said. I'm just a rapper. Ouch. I just rap. <laughs> Mike, I, you thought you, I thought you were yeah. about to take it back to Juan and Maria. All right, no, come on. Look, man, why you gotta keep bringing that up? All right, <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit, you want to listen to your wife on that shit? Let's let's pick something else. Don't me. <laughs> How were your weeks? It was good until you brought that shit up. I do it. I do it. <laughs> Gotta do My it. My week was um um. I'm gonna cut you off real quick. It's getting better because I keep getting these phone calls about this tundra, and they keep dropping this price because people people keep backing out. So. It, it's, it's looking good. You know, I'm hoping the next oh. couple phone calls, I'll be like, Swoop, swoop. Oh, carpool. Nick, I live cold. I'm going to pass work. You're going to be your house. What the? <laughs> but you're going to be at the exit and park, park on the side? Yeah, I'll, I'll park down the street and then I'll just ride in with you. <laughs> you gonna, yeah, I know damn well you're not leaving that nice ass Bonnie, nah. Bonnie the Wolf. <laughs> 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 on the side of the street, shit. Yeah, but Don't it, it was, tell it was, nobody. It's it's it, it's it's going pretty good. Hopefully, it'll be better. That sweater, dope. Juicy, your week. Fortunately, it's been a regular week, and I'm happy about that. Like just regular routine. Wake up, go to work, oh. talk some shit. I thought you said like like your flow was regular, like it wasn't heavy or you weren't spotting. Oh no, no, no! Five o'clock every time Damn. I'm doo doing. You talking about? Damn. You talking about different flow. I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. Hey. <laughs> you getting real disrespectful? I know. Like, damn. I'm gonna have to call a nigga hundred spokes. We gonna have to call hundred spokes, nigga. You hey, talking about flows and and calling me Takashi six nine out this motherfucker? Hey, it's, it's hey, real disrespectful. You want to show up? You, you part of the game, but you say you're not. You're not part of it. That sounds like uh, I... oh, okay. Game. Now, now I'm not being, I'm not loving my truth. Is that we? Yeah, what we yeah, going with? Yeah, come on. Tell <laughs> your truth, no? You part? Okay. You a heavyweight nigga? We on the block? Let these niggas know they on the wrong side of YouTube. Excuse me. Hey, load the blicky and get the glizzies out. <laughs> hey, hey, Mo Lethal, I got a request. Next week, can you hang from? Upside down like 50 did at the... No, I'm not the doing that shit. I'm not doing that shit. Look here. <laughs> Juicy may be comfortable putting his titties on the internet. I am not putting this on Already said he's... Absolutely. I'll hang upside down too and let him touch my chin. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> How was your week, Keith? Because this... All right, shit. I mean, because Kevin never... Oh, he said some shit. We're going to just keep going. Cause <laughs> it, was, it was a short week for me. Short week for me. Not much work to do, so just trying to uh, try to find a side hustle. Trying to find a side hustle. Weed. I'm never. Hold made. on, nigga. Wait. Oh wait, it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. like, well, hold up. 
we can't. He's, hey, he's about to cut the feed, like, whoop. Ooh. Yeah, I was like, well, hold, hold on now. Like, I, I'm not trying to get raided, <laughs> nigga. Like, <laughs> I can't get the visualization of your titty hanging in your face, Kevin. Oh, oh, you man. just fucked it up. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like, See, we tried to get away from it, it came right we can't, back. We can't, we can't. This nigga gonna be hanging upside down. I mean, let me shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. You know, god damn, man. God damn. Okay, we're just gonna get into it. We're just gonna get yeah, into it. Yeah, because this shit. shit here. Okay, um, Kevin Wendell posed this question in the in the conference call. Um, is it important? For you to be friends with your significant other's friends in your relationship or marriage. Is that important for you? I already know by his facial expression, Mo does not. I think it depends on the friends. Yes. All of them? No. But like those close, close ones, I could see that. But I don't have to, you know. I don't have to be their friends, I guess. My counter, you don't have to be their friends because if they're close enough, you're gonna know everything about their life anyway. <laughs> she about to tell you everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what this. All I can say is day. he's not lying. Yeah, <laughs> I, know I know way, way more, more about. I know way more people than people I should. That I should know. Like I know some shit I shouldn't know. I mean, realistically, you are friends. Yeah, you two just don't know it because right. You both know too much information about each other. I know right. way too much about people. You know what I'm talking about? White people don't say nothing, but <laughs> it's not like you wasn't supposed to tell me this. <laughs> like what? Like yeah. yeah, they came to you in confidence, and now you're telling me like it. Sitting down having lunch, just my looking wife, at them like my wife can't hold water. <laughs> don't tell her shit because she's gonna tell me. I'm don't let me right get now. drunk. She don't gonna... let me get drunk because I'll ask. Oh, hey, did you really do that? <laughs> just that awkward look like you really told him she gave me the, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about I don't know how he found out I... he must walk be in. looking at my text messages you walk in so I see you finally recovered what What? yeah you're looking good oh what yeah okay yeah I, I, I know shit I don't think it's important I think it's more important to have couple friends but even like with that whole couple friends, it's always like either like the husbands vibe more than the wives, and the wives just tolerate each other, or the wives vibe and the, and the husband just kind of tolerate each other. I think if you if you rarely get that situation to where like you're a couple friends and then everyone's just on the same level of vibe. I think that's like a unicorn. Even in those scenarios where it's like she got friends and they got husbands and they're like, oh, you should come hang out with us. You go hang out, and you're like, yeah. I mean, they cool, but. Hey, Sanders, nigga. They cool. Hey, you guys want to go get some more beers? Like Kevin said, he got a stomach virus or something. He always say. <laughs> you guys say this, and then I, I have, I have the the, the instances where I've met, uh, talked to friends, and they'll be like, "Yeah, man, we was trying to hang out with these other couple and we vibe, and then they 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 wanted us to do a, a they wanted to swap wives." I said, "Nick, oh, they was in it. They were they, they, they met swingers. House? I was like, how the they... fuck you meet swingers? I'm good." Like we're yeah. just thinking think, crazy because yeah. I know that would never happen to me. I know that would never like I would never be in a scenario with someone yes. who's like yeah, you the say people, that the people the people on your block, right? I, you, might, you, you might go to the left. You gonna be in the hot tub? To the right, tub. depending on which uh -huh. way you're facing, and, and it might be a situation. Hey, would you like to come by for some steaks? Like, hey. mm. when they invite they, they invite you over on on a random Wednesday, like nigga, I gotta work mm -hmm. tomorrow. Just just come on. It was Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. People be in some weird then, shit. Speaking of that, didn't we find out about when when our uh, significant others or wives got together about shit we shouldn't know about swingers because they were talking about it? Yeah. About pineapples hanging outside of doors and shit. That's the that that's the universal sign and shit. I, I didn't know that shit. What? Huh? What? <laughs> Kevin, you know what's up, nigga? I don't. I don't. I know about the sock. But that's like man's the stuff. sock. The sock. Hey, you put oh, the I sock on the door and door. That's college shit. Hey, nigga, you see the sock on the door? Don't come in. Tomorrow, you know, I'm opening the door every time, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but the pineapple. My, my, my thing new, about the whole one. couple friends thing is like, 
I do feel like sometimes, like, like she's trying to like force the other husband on me type shit. Like for instance, like there, there, there's a, there's a, there's a chick on the soccer team, right? That she's real cool with. Like she wants to be friends with, and I'm out there and like you know we're they're talking and I'm just standing there being you know who I am. I ain't saying shit because I don't know none of y'all niggas, so I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. So, uh, I could tell the wife's like, go talk to him because I think I want to be friends with her, and I'm like, well that ain't got shit to do with me. Yeah. Like go be friends. Like I'm not gonna like talk to this Negro. Well, he, he wasn't a Negro, but I'm not gonna talk to this guy. You know, like. But I could tell, like, she's kind of like, hey, you know, we both got kids in the same age range, and this could work out type type deal. And I'm just like, I'm going I'm to be at work anyway, so it don't matter. <laughs> That's my mindset. I'm going to be at work. Until they plan something. Well, he's off this day, so we can get together on right. this day. And that's when I'm do-do extra work. <laughs> Look, first of all, saying, don't be telling I you. thought you said doo-dooing. Right. <laughs> Oh, no, I thought you. Was, yeah, nothing. I thought you was talking about the stomach virus too. I was like, oh, you no. get stomach viruses too? <laughs> <laughs> Extra doo doo. Like, I, I gotta. Yeah, uh, you, you doing what on Saturday? I gotta work, babe. Yeah, and I just show up at the house. Hey, you know the shitty part is if you pull out some yard work shit, and then they come by and they're like, "Nigga, your yard looked the same." <laughs> you called before, right? You what? You said you're going to call before, right? Because you, you ain't going to pop up right No, I'm not right? going to call. I'm not coming in. I'm I'm going oh, to I'm a, I'm a roll by, stand in front of your car, do one of these, and then drive the fuck off and go somewhere else. Because so, you know my you know my philosophy. Yeah. You ain't going to have to do it. I won't be home when I'm home. Yeah. That's, if, but if it's, it's cool. unannounced. It's cool, bro. I'm just using your house as an <laughs> alibi. I got a plan already. You can't use okay. it on here, man. You need, you need, you need footage? I got footage. <laughs> Look, man, fuck it. She don't watch here anyway. There's been times, uh, not real, not since, not since I started driving. But when I was in, in inside the warehouse, like I've gotten dressed and like went to work to sleep. Like I never even walked inside the building. I just slept in the car. And then there's other times, where, there's been other times where I left. I left for work, went to Denny's, ate, and then came home. Like, oh yeah, I left early. Like, <laughs> never, never even went to work. Oh, you know yeah, what's gonna happen. We're we gonna have a live episode at some point, and this is just gonna right. randomly come yeah, up. It's gonna, it's gonna just keep coming up. So that one day that we're supposed to do this, and you said you're going to work, and you and for real, this make me think of a, a baby boy when he's like, "Yeah, I'm telling her I'm looking for work. I'm over at Do Dirty House playing Madden." I'm saying, and you know. Done, I've done it. some things I was I'm not uh, proud of, but that being said, I will do them again. <laughs> Those yeah, are the main original <clears throat> question. Yes, yeah, I, yes uh, and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. I think it. I don't know. What, what's your take, Keith? No, it always depends on the friend, because I mean, there's some friends that you probably shouldn't be friends, just but because. Do you? Well, no. So there's there's always that one friend that they're they're friends, but not really friends. And so mm-hmm. if you get close, you gonna yeah. get in trouble. Wow. Well, I know what you hoes. mean. Yeah. Hoes and yeah. Hoes. some hoes and look. And my wife, she knows. She's had some uh, occupations with her coworkers. Good God. That's why I didn't go up to the job. <laughs> yeah. This is a setup. Yes. Oh, you trying to get me caught up? Mm-mm. I hate Not those. I. I'm gonna be at the house. I hate those. We be like, what? I'm gonna go clean. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, babe, so and so coming over. What? I just run to the stove real quick, get a couple things. I want. Let me know what you don't. Like, yes and no. I think though. Yeah. So I, I think it's yeah. Yes and no. I think some people you meet just cool. You vibe with. They're funny, and you you, you kind of roll with them. And you vibe. A lot, I think a lot of times you don't really vibe with their friends. I like the people that are actually vested though into getting to know you. Where you're like, all right, that's cool. I actually respect that. Because some of them think it's just instant. Oh, we friends now. You're like, we're, we're not. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> like, re- I, I kind of like reserve like my opinion till I see what you're about. Yeah. You know, because it's gonna show. You know. Like my wife has a couple of friends where like she's basically just there uh 
emotional pillow. Like they call it, like throw shit at her and be like, okay, girl, I'll talk to you later. And I'm like, why are you talking to him? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, come on, you got enough shit going on. But you know, you know, women they do weird shit. So yeah, it depends. Don't look sideways, nigga. You know what I mean? Hey, what you what you got? What you got? <laughs> yeah, what you yeah, what you got, Stutter? I don't know, because most of the time, anything that has to do with significant others and friends is with your asses, so I can't really say anything other than listen to what you guys have to say about it, because usually when I do anything significant other-based, it's with you motherfuckers, so I can't, what do I say other than what you guys say and say, yeah, for sure. Nah, 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 speak, nah speak your truth. Me, you, she, my, got, my she, truth got, is, she got friends that don't involve us. Hmm? You want to hang out with them? Your wife. What? Your wife has friends that are not our wives. Does she do? Y'all, y'all hang out with them? I hang out with. Uh, I go to work and I hang out with you guys at, at this podcast. And well, then no, so no. <laughs> I, all I'm saying is, I'm not getting caught up in any of this bullshit. I'm just gonna move on. So this nigga is uh, pleading the fifth. With that being said, right. this nigga is pleading the fifth. Mark's said, <laughs> uh, the next question or the next subject is does this is a good segue does your significant other listen to you in the bedroom sexually and with direction mainly I like, know you got an opinion on this stuff I want to hear your take on this one bro right. what you talking about you have so a Kevin, significant other you can go first yeah you can go first you know what mine was. You, I was like, I, the, no, the first question again. I asked. Say it with your chest. I said, I just time. like, do y'all mean put it in the butt? And that's the only thing I thought. No, you no, you said you mean like put it in the butt, nigga. Don't no, say yeah, no, say what yeah, you like nigga. put it in the butt. Like that's sexual. Is that what you're talking about? Or more stuff like directional. What, what you do behind closed doors? Turn this way. Do that. I'm asking the question. Is is that what we mean? Or this doesn't. I I'm I need this from you. I'm not gonna expose my my sexual experience. I'm not gonna I'm, go into it. I'm just asking. Is that what I'm we're talking saying? About? Like like for example, does she possibly listen to your direction? Yes no. Like with things like yes fellatio. No. Oh, yes with the, no. okay. I didn't know if you meant like does she listen to my body? No, <laughs> I mean like if you say something feels good, does she go oh like that like this like, or do you just kind of she just kind of do her own thing? I mean, I feel like in, in in relationships, do you go that far if it's like, well, God damn it, man. <laughs> it's I, I, all the same. I, I will say this. We have uh, we have uh, guided each other to what uh, yeah. is more pleasurable to others. And it's fair. I thought you you got to be fair. You got to be safe fair. Safe words. You got to mm-hmm. be fair. Butterscotch, nigga. Butterscotch. You said butterscotch. Okay, that's your safe word. Copy that. Right. I mean, you don't say butterscotch often. It's smart. It's smart. Yeah. <laughs> I think the bigger question is 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 how how far are you willing to go? Well, yeah, that's that's part to, of boundaries. To please your set. partner, Kevin. How do you have boundaries? Yeah, I'm not an ass dude. I don't like eating ass. I'm not doing that. I mean, I there's people who love it, though. Understood, though. I just thought there's a, a you, there's a the more you talk to people, right? Yeah, huge what's the nation of no, no. Did you I'm eat ass over there? No, I'm saying, I'm saying, oh, no, I, I'm saying like not doing it. Apparently, I'm the strange one. Yeah, I, I get it, that yeah, with the yeah, with the youth, the, but the norm. no, no, it, no. These it, are people our age and older. Older, yeah. You never heard this yes. from an old white dude. I suck no. the fart right out of her ass, and you're like, I heard Charlemagne what? say that once. What did you say? Right. That's gross, my man. <laughs> and they be dead serious too. That's. It's not a given, amongst I'm us. Good. Yes. So there are. I have boundaries. I'm not eating no ass, man. You know. I stop eating. I stop eating pork and chitlins. You think I'm gonna eat some ass? I eat some chitlins for some ass. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a experiment type of guy. I won't lie. Never eat ass. No, I'm no, I don't. I don't. I don't eat ass. Don't Call, eat go get your ass. wife. Let's ask her. That right makes away. sense about the right. what was what was the last name? Doody what? Duke. <laughs> Duke, Dookie Doja. Dookie Doja. 
exposing himself? Is that what he's doing? No, it's it's it was it's, you know it's worth a shot, and then you go, nah, it ain't for me, it ain't for me. Like how am I gonna know I like Brussels sprouts if I don't eat them? Oh no! So what he's saying but, is he's tried. He's yeah, he's part yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. from that. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Not my thing. Not my thing. I, I think so. is it, is it, figured is it, it okay. wouldn't be. It's not my thing. Not my thing. And I came away from it like niggas are doing this. You're right. Like they 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 are meeting people they don't know and being like, let me eat your ass, and you're like. And they're enjoying it more than <laughs> she is a lot of the time. I, just, I saw uh, somebody I posted. What, I don't even know what to say to this. Like, people are, oh, okay. Yes. I, I will say I saw a new, in my news feed today, someone was like, uh, if you ever, if you eat my ass, I will never take you serious as a boyfriend. And then somebody in the comments was like, well, why would you let him do it if you think it's nasty? Because it right. feels good, but I would never take him. I'm like, so you. You just openly admitted that you would let him do it, but if he does it, you're not taking him serious. Yeah, it's just it's over. I said, Fuck, like. So, I, don't, I don't. I don't want. I don't want nothing to do with involving the ass. I'm not. I'm not trying to eat no ass. I don't want my ass ate. I'm not trying to penetrate no ass. I don't touch my ass. I don't want. That's that a whole shit. other thing too, man. Like I. Oh no. Uh, Niggas yeah. are putting the, They are putting their legs up on their ankles or on their ears and just. And I'm like, how are you? How are you okay with that? <laughs> it's your thing. It's your thing. I shouldn't judge, but ah, uh, uh, Okay. I'm not doing one it. other thing. One other. Go you ahead. seen the? You, off, you already what, off the end. Ed, shit. What, what they call it? What they call it? That Amazon position. Oh, oh yeah. I said that. I said that. The only, only reason why I know this is because this motherfucker right here. This, this I, said, I said that shit to Stella. I said, would you, would you let your wife do this shit to you? I said, like, I couldn't what? do this shit. I can't and even I, imagine when, that. When she come yeah, up, I'm going to fuck shit out of you. That's like she us says, just trading places. Yeah. With the video I sent her, she was fucking this shit out of him. Yes. <laughs> she emasculated him. Maybe that's yeah. what Usher meant. That's what he meant by that song. He was doing... He was the bitch All the trading places? <laughs> Look, You're as a grown like, man, yeah. I'm not finna, I'm not gonna have my legs up. I'm holding my shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it, man. I, I don't... Come on, man. And they're doing this, like, let me lick, lick my legs and lick my ass. So you're like, what did you just say? Good. Out of your mouth right now. <laughs> I mean, you, you remember when like the freaky shit was like like putting honey or like butter on on a, on a woman? Now it's like you gotta eat my ass. This, this is where we at now. It's this gonna go at? farther. What's farther than that? I you, don't you, remember where, you remember? You remember like scared. just the ice cube was something kinky. Now like oh that's that's child's play. What the fuck? Like I I, I can't. Yeah, do you gotta light the room on fire and see if y'all can finish before you die. Like. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, y'all not out here getting shocked? <laughs> what? Whoa, hold on now. Shock play? No, no I'm good. <laughs> Little EKG thing. <laughs> yeah. Or an actual taser? Taser before you oh, come? Yeah. The, the, oh, yeah. The, the cow prong. The cow prong. I can't do that. Hey, that's like that's like no. motherfuckers like to get choked. Don't, nigga, come on, man. You, if you gotta get Carradine. choked, if you gotta, if you gotta get choked to to orgasm, I, I, I feel sorry for you. Who, yes. who has hurt you? Rest in peace, David who, Carradine. Who has hurt you? That that seems extreme, go. extreme. Yeah. He was coming and going. See what I did there? Oh, wow. See what I did there? Wow. I thought we was already in the gutter with eating ass. Right. Look, every every episode, every episode, I have a punt. The one thing I the one thing I will say is that when I discovered Reddit, I didn't understand what I was in for. And uh, I've me. seen some shit that I never I didn't know people were doing this shit, but it's like it's it's regular shit like to them. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just old fashioned shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I know I am. <laughs> I'm cool with old fashioned. Way cool with old fashioned. Okay. Like it's like it's like the other day the, the, it was a TikTok and like the chick was standing there and she was like you know some lingerie or whatever and she's like come here boy come here boy right and then the, a dog walked up 
but it was a oh. it was a duet, right? And everybody was like, you expected to be a grown ass man on all fours, and I was like, I did. I really expected when she said, "Come here, boy, divorce to be a grown ass man on all fours." I said, "This is how much." Uh, yeah. This this is how my mind yeah. is, has been uh, cultivated with these nasty heathens out here. Many truths. <laughs> then when we at work and you shared something about a woman getting arrested for trying to fuck a horse. Yes. Yes. And this is the same woman. Oh. Better dick shaming Nelly and Little Fizz. See how it I came told, full circle. Right. right. <laughs> I, yeah, I did tell you about my cab driver with the dog fucking. Yeah. yeah. I told y'all. That's another thing. I came across a, a video and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I'm like, this is weird. Like, what the? And then when I comprehend it, she was sucking off the dog. I said, what the fuck are they into? This hey, is some weird shit. You need to wipe your IP address. Right. <laughs> <laughs> your, your FBI, your FBI agent is just just behind first the of all, like, sir. Mm. First of all, this is on my phone, and I I have a, I have a VPN. So yep. Okay. Cool. You must not have watched Snowden, did you? Did you not see what Snowden told you? All right, we're going off base here. Um, <laughs> moving oh, so it's on. Some, it, it's uh, some weird shit out there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. You were mm-hmm. telling yourself a Reddit, sir. Um, <laughs> traveling as black people in uh in America. I know we all have stories of our travels in this uh, country of ours. Um, anybody want to partake in certain stories that they've had going like back east, back in the south, et cetera, where it's been like stories where you might be in some situations maybe because of your skin color. Things might be different, either in positive or negative ways. Yeah, a lot of the times it's positive. It's actually people aren't really... It's me being more weary of how the history of where things are in the middle of the country. I don't generally stop in places where, you know, they got Confederate flags and shit like that. So I haven't seen that much, but I have been in certain parts. Like I remember going to Grand Junction, Colorado. And we stopped at a store on the way. Well, that's where the wedding was. So we had no choice. We were just there. Almost got we got jumped by Mexicans, mind you. That was different. I was confused that they were out there. But we went to uh <laughs> like a Taco Bell or something. <laughs> you can't say you transition from jump being jumped by Mexicans and then being at a Taco Bell. What the fuck? All right, keep going. <laughs> we just had Taco Bell. It is me and one other black dude. And like I had got to the door and then he came up behind me. He's like, hey, did you hear what that motherfucker just said? And he says, a little girl sitting down eating her food and with her mom was like, look, mommy, a nigger. And he was like, I I didn't know what to do. And I was like, we all walk out the door because if you look around, the entire city's white other than the Mexicans that jumped us last night. Like, that's it. (laughs) You can't fight everybody. But you got to move yeah. different. It's weird. Yeah. Like my mom just went to Virginia, and they they looked at the demographic of every place they were stopping. <laughs> you have to, you have to. Yeah. My, my only experience uh, that I, I'd say that I was uncomfortable okay. is uh, I said it's going off the ring. Is uh, the first time I I had to stop and get gas when I was in Deming, New Mexico, with my it was me and my brother, and uh, we were in my brother's car at the time. It was like a Early, early two thousands Mustang, something like that. He had some, you know, he thought he was hot shot, and uh, we stopped to get gas. And I, you know, how you can like feel like everybody's looking at you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, we got to get the fuck out of here. Like this must be a, either a sundown town or some shit because it. I I at that point I hadn't seen a black person since since Phoenix, so you know that's that's saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that that was so I learned my lesson. So anytime I go back east, uh, uh I fill up in Tucson. I, I, I'm safe in Tucson because you know it's close to the stadium and the university. It's not too far away and all that. So I feel safe in Tucson. So I fill up in Tucson and then keep going. I'm not stopping again to El Paso because it's, it's a lot of niggas in Texas. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not stopping again to El Paso. 
Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. I, I don't. I don't even like when I, I do the speed limit. I'm not getting. I'm not trying to get pulled over in that. Until we get into Texas, I, I feel safer <laughs> in Texas state line than I do going through Arizona or, or the lower part of New Mexico. No, give me the Texas quick. And like the the coldest part is, I feel like I had I felt safer in other countries. You probably were. I felt a lot safer. Like one instance is the country right below us is Mexico. I was down there. I was doing a whole lot of white people. Thank you for the lessons. You're welcome. <laughs> but they were just like, it was rude to a bunch of the white people, and then. Some dude came up to me and he's like, hey, fool, I'll sell you a joint for like a dollar a joint, fool. You could turn around and sell it to these white boys for five each. And I was like, oh, that felt good. Thanks. <laughs> Did you do it, though? You give me? No, I didn't do that. I'm not trying to hook up with the cartels, nigga. <laughs> that was your initiation and you went. They treated me better. They actually, they tried to kidnap some nigga we was with, but he was white. So it was like, yeah, they don't like them. I feel the white people got money. Where was the study you were at, Kevin? Where? Where you got jumped? Oh, Grand, uh, Grand, Grand Junction, Rising. Colorado. Grand, yeah, Grand, Grand, Grand Junction, Rising. Colorado. Don't, don't stop anywhere to say Grand. Anything. Nigga, that was my fault. On like, I I did too much. Was Look, this, the the Mexico thing after the fact? Yeah, this was sometime after that. But uh, did you ask them about the guys in Grand? Nah, because Grand Junction was fucked up. Like, the nigga, we were in the car, the nigga I was with in the back seat got his face rocked. And I was like, oh, hell no. And I jumped out the car, and the niggas in the car hit the gas and took off. So I was just by myself. And then I turned around, and I was like, hey, that's like 30 Mexicans, nigga. Like, <laughs> and y'all left me? <laughs> Luckily, it was a cold a second they had to turn around. I jumped in quick, but it was like, whew, that was going to get bad. Did too much. I don't think they would know the Mexicans in Mexico. And Grand Junction? Nah. Nah. Listen, they all running from East L.A. <laughs> <laughs> they got kicked out. <laughs> uh, my only story is kind of tame. Uh, the last time I went to Texas... Uh, me and my dad were stopping at one of the local grocery stores. <clears throat> and mind you, we're, we're in one of my dad's vehicles. It's a nice vehicle. Uh, we get out. We go to start walking towards the store. And this couple parks right next to us. They get out around the same time we do. And uh, this gentleman's wife sees us and immediately clutches her purse and begins speeding up towards towards the store. And I'm like, wow, all right. And mind you, ever since we got to Texas, at least this part of Texas, everybody's usually, uh, hey, how are you? Hi. Like, real friendly, which was odd to me because I'm, from California, everybody's a fucking asshole. So it took me like I I realized like okay, there is another part of this state where ding, yeah ding ding yeah, but the the way she clutched her purse, I was like, God damn, like like I was really gonna jump over this car to grab your purse. And I'm like, well, it, it's gonna sound. Shit, our car was nicer than theirs, so I don't know why she was clutching her purse. Cause you stole it. Ah, cause you're yep. a nigga. Y'all right. stole that car. You're rappers. <laughs> I'm saying, but I was just like, God damn. See, the the thing is, is that like in California, the stereotypes are here, but it's not as much. When you go like. Mid East, down South, a lot of places that are you know really white, like them shits is real, and they they assume that you're that way, and and you can see that shit on their face, and it's like ah, okay, let me get the fuck out of here ASAP. Let me get to the yeah. city. Like going to the like when you see how, when you see the culture of certain areas, you understand why black folks stay in the city in in, in certain states. 
It's just safer to be in the city. I'll say this. Almost all states, other than, like, the ones that have really major cities, almost all those states are very high in white population. <laughs> and they ain't never seen nobody else, so I don't know if that's just the thing or, or what. Well, don't How, have that. you ever had anything, Andy, move, traveling? Not I don't. Eh, I traveled a lot, but it usually we traveled like well, me and my dad would travel all the time. It was usually to it wasn't like we never ended up in sit. Well, there was one time in Oklahoma, but I was actually surprised that this the the, the highway patrolman was actually polite and he actually got it made sure we got to a, um a, a, like a Motel Six or something because my dad's car broke down. But that was the only time I was expecting him to be like asshole, asshole and he was actually quite polite. And I was like, "Damn!" And he got cool. us to. The, they made sure we got the Motel Six, and like I told my dad about the, the 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 local mechanic shops that you know the, that he could take his car to. But uh, other than that, I, I I could say living other places like Georgia, I did deal with the culture shock. Like when we lived in Georgia, how people expected black people to be because coming from california we were like we're more diverse here you know so when i I was in georgia it was expected that you don't at that time you didn't mess with anything other than black so if i look if i noticed a girl in class or school it had like it was kind of like okay i can like no one was acknowledging that the fact the mentality was kind of like you can't really fuck with her and this was out in the, you know, in the in the in the country of Georgia, not like in the yeah. in, in the major city of Atlanta. So, like the major mentality, like I kind of felt like if I acknowledged a girl that was white was attractive, I I might get stumped out by her brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it was kind of like that feeling of like, damn, this shit is a whole different culture shock for us. Like me living in California, I could say the chick of whatever race was attractive here. It was like you better you better keep that shit to yourself unless you black. Keep that shit, you know, the tuck. Like, don't, don't acknowledge it. So it's kind of like it was expected that you don't cross that uh that interracial shit. But now I know it's different now to a degree. But then it was I really felt like like if I said that shit, I her brothers would come and find my ass or something. You know. So. Oh yeah. Like I was there's places like, that my big guys. I felt safer in New York and Philly than I did in in Mexico. Yeah, it's a lot more diverse. So I mean, like, it, there, there's areas, you know. Dude, I didn't stop for gas in some places. Some day, I saw, remember, had a big ass Confederate flag on his house, and I'm like, if he's comfortable enough to do that, then I should a, drive a, a trick, through. The trick, what I learned is, <laughs> is uh, what I do now is, um, I only stop at truck stops, the good gas. That's what we did. We did a lot of that. Stopped at Loves and all only, that shit. Only, I only stopped at truck stops to get gas. Because at that, at least at a truck stop, there's a chance that you'll see another minority or someone that looks like you. A chance, nigga? Every truck stop we stopped at, I saw niggas in there. Every one of them. Dope. And I felt good. I was like, cool. Yeah. Just. So, I guess we'll move on. Um, so this one, I came up with this question, um, as a, thought. Uh, um, do you guys have in relationships prior or current have tips for people out there listening or viewing about how you can be each other's peace in relationships and like hard times and shit you're trying to get through? Do you guys have tips or things that you found work for you? And other shit that's irked you from your significant other and them maybe with you that that, that didn't work? Uh, for me, it's more the listening. Because I tell her to tell me like what for me bothers her and stuff. And I gotta take the effort to not do some of those things. Some things I do that are impulsive per se. And it's like it makes her feel a certain way 
or if I know she's feeling a certain way, I can do the other things, like, you know, to, um, I guess, lift up in a sense. It, it can be little things. She likes little things. Like, when she does stuff, but she just wants me to be like, oh, that looks nice. You know what I mean? And I, I've always been over the point, it was like, well, you're supposed to do that. What the hell am I supposed to compliment you for? But then I'm like, it's better to just have the peace. Why not? If that makes her happy, it's not hard for me to go, hey, you did a good job. <laughs> like, so just listen and sometimes compromise with the stuff that you don't normally do. I don't even know if that's a compromise. Just do it, I guess. I think the biggest thing is that we have to understand that when it comes to relationships or marriage in general, you have to constantly learn your partner. Yeah. And that goes both ways because the older we get, we change. We're not the same. Like, you know, we've been, my wife and I, we've been together 20 years. So I'm not the same teenage kid. She's not the same teenage, uh, you know, girl. You know, we're different. And uh, we, we change. Our interests change. Um, what motivates us change. Um, so we have to constantly, um, you know, learn each other. Like, you know, a lot of a lot of things that she was into, you know, five years ago, she she's not really um, into it anymore. And like, you know. And to kind of pick up back off of what uh, Kevin said is like I used to, you know, I used to comment my wife all the time, and then got to the point where she's like, "Well, you're just saying that to say it, like you don't really mean it." So then I slowed down. I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm listening." So I said too much. So then I stopped saying it. She's like, "Well, you you don't do this anymore." I said, "Well, what is it? Like, do I say it too much or do I not say it enough?" But I think it's just it's all about finding the um, the the balance. And I think as far as 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 far as it goes with peace, like we have to understand that. Um. You know, especially I understand with my wife, like I get it. I'm working, I'm going all the time. You're 100 percent stay at home mother. Um, sometimes you just want an hour to yourself. Like you want to be an adult. Like you want to be, you want to live outside the identity of mom. So I, I try to give give her that when I can. Um, and then she understands that hey, I'm tired. You know, he he just wants to, you know he wants some time alone, whatever. So we we try to balance that out. And I and I think, um. The a big thing that we that we try to do that we're not always successful in is we try not to argue, so we try to discuss and then if it gets too heated we kind of like squash it and then we'll pick it up back you know let's stop here and we'll pick up later because you know you know feelings are involved and it, it's getting intense or whatever, um so we try that I need to so talk after the show with you what, what happened I need to talk after the show with you <laughs> <laughs> you know so I, I mean like. So there's many things you can do. Like it just all depends on you know what your wife or you know, your partner say is, is you know you have to figure out. It's like a double edged sword. You got to figure out what triggers them and what calms them, and then you you learn the information and you use it for good or bad. Because you know a lot of times I trigger her just to walk off, just to piss her off because she pissed me off, and I shouldn't do that, but I do it. Hmm. It's kind of get back. You know you know what I'm gonna say. I'm about to say some shit to piss you off, and then I'm gonna go to work. And then you're going to think about that shit all day. And then you're going to be mad at me when I come home. But I'm not going to think about it after I leave. I do shit like that. And, you know, I probably shouldn't. But, you know, it's all fear and love and war. Reddit. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. You, uh, I mean, it's, it's the still saying communication. Um, oh yeah. Can't really can't really do anything if you don't know anything. Information is always king. Um, I can speak on the last relationship. wasn't a whole lot of uh, there wasn't a whole lot of communication, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I wasn't. I wasn't at fault because I mean, I I had my my times, but I will say uh, there's a lot. There were a lot of things I didn't know about just because uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a physical thing. Like I have a resting bitch face, or or whatever it is, uh, this particular person just didn't feel comfortable 
telling me certain stuff, thinking I'm going to get upset or yeah, and I'm like, well, you would never find out because you never tell me anything. So, and when have like, and when you do tell me, when do I get upset? And not not like when they when they mean upset, like I'm gonna start yelling, I'm gonna start. And I'm like, when have you ever seen me act like that? So communication is definitely a thing for peace because you don't, you don't, unless you know, you just get step on landmines and look stupid in the end. And trust. Because the communication comes from trust. Yeah. Like being able to tell you, hey, this is what bothers me. I don't like you doing that. Or vice versa. The trust that they won't do that is a huge thing. Like the vulnerability makes, I think, helps bring the peace. Because it's like, oh, okay, you're willing to trust. I think that helps a lot when they see that you're willing to trust them with you. So... See, see, that's that's a whole different that's a whole different uh something we can dive into later maybe next part but that that being vulnerable like i know i i try to protect myself from being vulnerable because i know there's been there's been instances where it's been used against me yeah you know and so once that happened it's like ah lock up shop holding the shit inside and i'm just gonna look at you like oh and i'm just like what's going on babe nothing but inside, I'm like, I want to choke the shit out of you. But I'm not going to be vulnerable because, what's the point? You know, yeah. once you once you use my emotions against me, it's a wrap. Then it's yeah. like it's like you got to start. I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna I'm gonna state this: we we don't really choke women around here. So, no, I said want to choke. Hold on. First of all, you don't know what I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, did wait, did we already establish that you don't choke? I could have swore we hey, already established hey, that. If she asked me to. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I see what he's saying. I see what he's saying. If she asked me to choke, I'm going to choke her. I don't want to initiate the choking. Reddit knows everything. Reddit knows <laughs> shit. It does. It does. Reddit is amazing. Reddit knows know. your whole history. Right. I have multiple profiles, sir. NSFW. <laughs> NSFW. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um. So, uh, this uh week we will continue our for this month rather, um, the Black History Heroes for the month of February. Who's your picks this week? Who you all got? You are you gonna let us go? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. You look so, you look so unprepared. I'm, I'm prepared. No, nah, I'll be you. honest. I'm I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna just see I'm what prepared. these niggas say and I'm gonna just go on right. what they do. Uh, I can go in. Plan. Like I know mine is 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 it's been planned out this way. Go ahead. I don't wanna I, I wanna let you say it because if you say it and it ends up being the same thing, I don't wanna mess with ruin your uh, Oh yeah, mine? Yeah, go ahead, Kevin. You go first. I can hundred percent say you're not gonna say the same one as mine. Go ahead. Well we we about to one Thousand percent. Go ahead. Okay. We got to find out. That's my guy, Kevin Wendell Ellison. <laughs> okay, wow. that's what's up. Oh, that's okay. what's up. Because I thought, I thought you were going to say yourself for a second. So, okay. that's oh, what's okay. up. no, <laughs> no. Well, he created me. But yeah, just that dude has uh, shown me a lot. I get it more now that he's gone. A lot of the shit he was telling me. Yeah. And, uh, it's cool, like just knowing his story. I got to learn the story a lot more after I moved out of the house. Like buttheads living in the house. Soon as I moved out, the nigga will fly out and be like, "I don't want shit. I'm gonna just come kick it at your house." And I'm like, "Okay, fine. <laughs> what you want to go do? Nothing. Let's just go get some beer and kick it." I'm like, "This is weird to me, but I'm down." And like it was always, it it made things better. And like just knowing where he came from, because he came from. Like poor, like poor, 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 and he was the youngest, but he had to do like the most shit. Like he had to take care of the family and stuff like that. His dad died when he was like ten, 
and his mom was an alcoholic, but they were, like, poor, like, where they had to catch their food, you know what I'm saying, like, shit like that, like, I'll never forget the nigga eating a muskrat in California, and I was like, you can't get that country out of you, man, he couldn't get that country out of him. <laughs> Make this do real quick. But he got his shit together and moved out to California from out there and started a life, man, and showed me a lot and very, 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 very honest. <laughs> it's like you're dead. Like I was just sitting there thinking, I don't know how these niggas got along because they are two of the most honest niggas. <laughs> That's why they got along. They understood each other. <laughs> they Look at that bitch. Yeah, well. she's that bitch over there. <laughs> Let your yeah, niggas I, talk to I can definitely picture that. They got along. Oh. But yeah, just shit he did and made it work, man. It's it's wild to think about the shit he did. I'm trying to get some of that hustle that I didn't even know he had. I didn't notice it because, you know, you're a kid. And get that in me. So that is mine, Mr. Kevin Wendell Ellis Sr. That's what's up. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I'll go. Yes, I'll go. Oh, or, go ahead. You can go. Go ahead. go ahead. I was gonna. I thought for sure at one time this week. I, I I'm sorry, Kevin. Uh, my next one's gonna be David Chappelle. No, nah, you guys got that one. I had to go Richard, and Richard was mine for the. Comedy. Um, uh, um, I've looked up to Dave for uh, a long time. Uh, even uh, it was his earlier stand up and uh, the, the TV show, like half, and even the movies, like Half Baked and then Robin Hood, Man in Tights, and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I just always thought uh, Dave Chappelle was dope because he always did his comedy his way, unapologetic, un- unapologetically, and uh, honest, and from a real uh, place. And I think it's rare because what he represents is a as a comedian, and not just a comedian, but in our culture, he represents somebody that uh, stuck to his guns and never changed his beliefs. Um, especially now, we even look for him for social commentary when when tragic things happen, and I, I think that's a big uh, thing for uh, especially now. In our in this culture, uh, to have a comedian that can literally come out and make a statement as such as like like when he he talked about the uh, George Floyd situation, he just went and did a random stand up and people wanted to hear what he had to say, and I think it's important that we have people like that in our in our culture to have that voice and that vision to be able to say you know what I'm gonna unapologetically be me, and you see how Netflix, HBO Max, and everybody else rocks with him et cetera because. He's he he is who he is, and he's not going to change. And I think it's a beautiful thing to see, and for us to inspire to be like, just to be ourselves, speak our truths. Uh, so Dave Chappelle is my hero for this. Uh, is this nigga put? I'm gonna wear his. What happened? Look at Kevin. You see him? The wig you see the wig, yeah, nigga? I see it. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna act like. A, just, but yeah, Dave Chappelle is my hero. Well, I'm gonna act like I don't see this. Um, yeah. you know. M- M- Mr. Forty. Yeah, mine's. I'm gonna admit mine's a bit of a cop out because I got caught unprepared. But, um, shit. Any black nerd that's managed to make it is that's my damn hero. Not a cop. Um, being able to o- overcome the the stereotypes and the the name calling and all that stuff from childhood to actually do something with your nerddom, like it doesn't matter what it is, just being able to do what you enjoy. Um, I'm still trying to find my place, obviously, even at my age, but anybody that I see that have, that have, and it don't necessarily mean like they made it in terms of like, now they're, they're rich and famous. Just the fact that they're, doing something that they love, even if they're not really making a shit ton of money for it. Like, I I love seeing it. Uh, I honestly wish I was, like, right there. I will be. But um, I even, like I say, even at my age, 
it could be someone much younger than me, and I still look up to him because that's that's a beautiful thing. So that's what's up. Well, um, I actually have two, and I purposely uh, waited because this is the last time. This is the last uh, part of the month. My two heroes are uh, my grandparents slash parents. They adopted me. Uh, LT Biddle from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, and Ruth Cornelius Witherspoon from Hope, Arkansas. Um, they are two of the most loving, caring people, as well as Stern, that uh, I've ever met. Um, I valued and uh, wish I had more time with them. Um, I appreciate everything they taught me, everything they did for me, how they believed in me and trusted me and, um, and you know, empowered me to be myself um, and how they, you know, did everything they could to make sure that uh, I would be okay in this world with, with or without them. And uh, all the lessons they taught from uh, everything from uh, the, the sternness of my grandfather to uh, the caring side of my grandmother from everything from from cooking to to figuring things out on your own like uh, everything I am I have to uh, give them credit for um, for what they instilled in me and uh, there's never a day I don't think about them um, I miss them forever love them and uh, I just hope they're proud. But, oh, I'm sure they are. You killing it, my man. I'm just a nigga. Which is the funniest thing because my grandmother never really cussed, but when she called you a nigga, boy, you was in trouble. <laughs> no, no, get your ass in here. Like, whoops. When she called me nigga, boy, I came running. <laughs> she used to call me, and she was the only person that would call me, you know, Maurice with an A, and I wouldn't be mad because I was a grandma. You know, so I she was happy when she called me Maurice. If she called me boy, you know, I, I kind of get 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 to it, snap snap. But if she called me nigga, boy, I was gonna get my ass beat. Nigga, I, oh shit. Well, That's I love her, man. Miss her. Rest in That's peace. it, man. 30, 30, 30, uh, two of these things. Thirty-two. This is the, this is the magic. We're 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 so with that being said, this has been episode Wait, hold on. 32. Mr. Wendell, uh, do you have a name? Because it's clear that you have some type of apparatus on your head. Kevin Gap. <laughs> wow. Captain Gap. Captain Gap. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Captain Gap. Like Captain Crunch. Oh, oh we Captain we Gap. Oh, yeah, okay. Captain Gap. I thought you like 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 you was capping and gapping. That's what I thought you. Keep get your boy, man. <laughs> get your so get your man. Uh, I'm so fucked up. I'm sorry, mom. But she has a, a a a wig that looks exactly like this, and this shit is fucking tearing me up. Okay, um, <laughs> this is episode 32 of the Heavyweight Podcast. <laughs> I am Stutter McFly, aka Jesse the Barber's son, with these three guys. Captain Gap with Juicy Draws. <laughs> Not the cigarettes. Did he say wit? Yes, wit. The Juicy Draws. Yes, this nigga has multiple person personality now. He has a disorder. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if he's speaking in the third person or he's like telling on himself. Both. Fuck. Both. Both. <sighs> Juicy Draws is what he calls stuff when you're out there eating ass. That's <laughs> oh, shit. It's your they boy draws, Molito, man. They draws is juicy when I'm eating they draws. Wow. Uh, um, this, this, this is Geek 40. I don't even know anymore. Oh, shit. Okay. We want to say thank you for rocking with us. Share, like, subscribe, comment. Um, shit. Fuck. I can't, I can't with this wig, bro. Um, but thank you. No, again. don't tell your friends. Tell your friends. <laughs> Till next time. Peace out. We love you. Yep. Appreciate you. Peace. <laughs>